So great morning, She Who Believes listeners. It is your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. So listen, this morning's going to be a little bit different, as I'm sure you all know, because by the time I post this podcast, I'm probably going to be about an hour behind schedule. But I refuse to not post today's podcast, and I'm going to tell you why. Because as I seeked God earlier this week of like what his word was for me to share with you guys, um, immediately I knew like I needed to protect the word, right? I knew immediately that I needed to make sure that I had the podcast at all costs. And it was weird because um, I know that usually when that happens, um, that just means like, hey, you are going to really have to protect um, this word and maybe some things are going to come and challenge you to kind of try to push up against you getting the podcast out. And when I tell y'all, literally, um, I won't even get into it. I will just say, Regardless of what happens, I refuse in this season to not walk out my purpose, to not speak the word of God. I refuse to do anything but expect for God to be the God that he has always been to me, to my family and to everything attached to me. And um, for somebody who might just first time be listening to this podcast, you might be thinking like, okay, where is she going with this? Well, it is entitled She Who Believes. And I need y'all to understand, y'all gonna hear some blinkers and some driving and all of those things this morning because your girl is on the road. But I'm gonna need y'all to roll with me. I'm gonna need y'all to grab this word and make it yours. Or if it's yours, then grab it and be in agreement with it and have faith in God for it. And if it's not your word, then be happy for the people whose word it is. Bless the name of the Lord and still be in expectation of him. So the title of this podcast is She Who Believes, right? And if you go back and listen to any of the years out of the five years that I've done this podcast, that's been my message is to believe God and to trust God. And when I tell you this word today is like, I got excited, not just for myself, but for everybody else who will be listening to this word and praying that you guys will have enough strength, enough courage and enough faith to just believe God for it. Right. And, um, I can tell y'all a million times that I never have to preach, teach, or podcast something that I don't have to live through. But when I tell you that this morning I am more convinced of the, of the God we serve and his faithfulness, I am. And it's not because he did a particular thing the way I wanted it to be done. And it is not because um, everything is on the surface or if you world it out out on paper or sat down at a table and mapped out my life at the moment that it that it's like perfect and it's a one and it's been stamped with the stamp of approval and I should say with the stamp of approval because I do know that God is working in my situation and God is for me so it is it is his stamp of approval on it but from man's uh, standpoint and view it might not logically look like a great and amazing thing however I trust God So the words that God gave me was that um, it's a new thing. And at first, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, well, what do you want the title to be? And how should I title this and blah, 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 blah. 
But the reality is, is that this thing that God is doing, this thing that God has promised you, this thing that you have been working on, working towards, this thing that you have believed God for, this thing that you have heard the voice of God about, and over and over again, God has sent you confirmation without you even asking him for it. Every time God has showed up and moment by moment, he he confirms his word. God isn't just doing that because he likes to repeat himself. God is doing that so that we can remember. So that we can know he's doing that so our faith can be built. I share with you guys, I don't know, I want to say earlier this year, but I feel like it all just runs together because I still can't believe that I've been podcasting for five years. But this is what I know is that over and over and over again, like literally over and over and over again, God has confirmed his word about certain things to me. And God will continue to confirm his word about things to us because he's a God that is faithful. Think about Abraham, right? When he was Abram and God made him a promise. God made him a promise that seemed completely impossible. I'm talking about like, logically, it was crazy. And if you go back and just like really look at Abraham's story, Abraham's father was called out of the area where they lived to go to the place that God took Abram. But his father got stuck in Haran, which consequently was basically the same name or pronounced the same as Abraham's father, I mean, brother that passed away. And it's like he got stuck there. Oh Lord, I bless your name, thank you. So I, I noticed this because I've been studying this again and studying some other things about Bible studies in the morning. And um, actually, I shared with you guys how I was doing the Bible study. Um, I can't even remember her name right now, but the title of it is Through the Desert. So what 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 I believe I'm supposed to share with you guys this morning is this. So one of the things I noticed, and I had known that his dad had got called out, but his dad failed to make it to the promised land. But for some reason, this time it really stuck out to me that the place that his dad got stuck was the same pronounced the same it's basically spelled the same with the difference of an additional r of the name of his brother that died and it talks uh strategically it talks like it was purposeful to remind us or to show us about like his brother passing away and how how there was more than one brother other than um abram and that he had them that their father had three sons and he lost the one son so this is where i'm going with this i believe and this isn't in the bible right it isn't spelled out like this in the bible just so whoever's reading genesis might be like listen god doesn't say that in the bible well there are some things that like we look at certain things as western people and we read it like just because it's one sentence after the other sentence that that's how it went we don't know the gap in time between the sentences we just know the sentences in the same paragraph and they together you have no way of really knowing the the difference in the time frame of when all these things took place right so this is what came to me when i was studying it like the the son died and the daddy couldn't get outside of the loss and the daddy couldn't get outside of, I got to leave this place without my child's remains or without my child. And that's even speaking some things to me right now. And, and I, I know it's speaking to some people who you've been going through things with your children and you don't understand it. Maybe you have one particular child that you're concerned about, that you're worried about. And it just don't seem like God is working in that area. Or he's fixing it or that child just is determined to do everything outside of what God is, is, is telling them to do. 
Well, I'm going to tell you to get some faith today and to keep believing God, to keep trusting God that in the word where it says all your children, he says, all of my children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of them. Where our kids have peace when they are being obedient to God, living in his, his will, his purpose, all of those things, just like us as adults. And when we have peace, the, the, when we literally have peace is when we are at peace with God. But this is what I want to say to you today. Do not get stuck on what happened to you because it's still a new thing for Abram's dad. What God, what God called him to was still new. It was still promising. It was still flourishing. It was still all of these things. Right. But he couldn't leave. He couldn't get out of Haran. He just couldn't get out of Haran. But Abram. And then the other thing too, that's really crazy. Right. The other thing is this. Abram and his family came from a family of idol worshipers, right? So to hear the voice of God and know that it was God and obey it was huge anyway. Just that, not just that he heard the voice, that was huge. Because like God didn't, my understanding is that God ain't speak to everybody, especially not audibly and that kind of stuff. But he did with these people who didn't even worship him, right? But we are worshipers of God, believers of God, trusting in him. Two things. As a child of God, you should have confidence in your father, regardless of what your situation looks like. Second is, God can speak to whoever he wants to. And you might think, man, my life hasn't been good. It hasn't been perfect. And maybe that's not God. Or even if I know it's God, maybe I'm just going to like not uh, move forward in this situation because, well, I don't deserve it. Well, these people were worshiping idols, things that they made by hand that couldn't possibly be a God, but they made them a God and God still spoke to them. He still used these same people to, he used Abram to birth a child after him and his wife both was dusty. They was, they had dust. I'm just going to say that and leave it there. They were dusty, but God used idol worshipers who were old, who were dusty, who, when they walked through this situation, Abram lied because he made his wife tell uh, the Pharaoh that she was his sister. Even though technically, when you go back and do your theological research, they were actually kind of sisters. I believe that they had like the same daddy or mama or something. I don't remember which parent they had in common, but they were siblings. But, you know, back in the day, that was cool. Um, anyway, I'm going to draw this back in. At the end of the day, Abram was not perfect. He got a promise from God he still reacted in a way that he shouldn't have because he went and slept with his wife's servant and had Ishmael God still did not change his mind about him he did not change his promise and I need you to understand that what God has promised you he has not changed his mind about it he's not going to change his mind about it so if he's called you to do something to put your hands to work then put your hands to work and remain in expectation of the God that we serve because he is not a liar he is not a liar he will not change his mind he is not taking back his gifts and callings on your life and he is going to produce every single thing that he has promised to produce for you through you he's going to do everything he promised to do for your children and every single thing else this thing is new i promise y'all at the beginning of the week i felt the, a shift like something just shifted in the spirit and i know i would get an email or a text message of someone saying explain the shift because i don't get it and people say it and i don't understand it and I'm just going to say that sometimes my soul knows, my spirit knows something my mind can't even yet comprehend. 
like my 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 um humanity cannot give you an explanation of what happened but my soul knows something happened in the spirit realm my soul knows that there's something great and mighty and amazing and wonderful that is on its way and so i rejoice because i know my spirit is always right not because my spirit is perfect and I'm, I'm I'm God or anything like that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the spirit is always right. The spirit of God that speaks to us, the God that's on the inside of me, the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of me that will make us aware of things and comforts us and does all these things. He is not ever wrong because he is God in spirit on the inside of those who are believers, who have accepted Christ as their savior and who is filled with his spirit. And the word of God tells us that we are filled with his blessed Holy Spirit at baptism. So at the end of the day, the, the, the Holy Ghost, God, the spirit on the inside is never, ever wrong. So I want to encourage you today that this thing is new. Don't worry about what it looked like. Don't worry about what you feel like. Don't worry about those around you who don't understand. Like, um, okay, all of this stuff is falling around, falling down around you. How are you not giving up? Baby, work what God gave you to work. Do what he told you to do. Declare the declarations he's given you. Or as I like to say, I'm going to say what God said until I see what he said. And I'm encouraging you to do the very same thing today. Because I promise you, I can't tell you when. I can't tell you how. I can't tell you when it's going to manifest. And when I say manifest, I'm not talking about anything uh, witchcraftery or anything like that. I'm talking about the thing that God spoke to you. In the spirit, the vision, the dream he gave you actually becoming something tangible that you can hold, see, sometimes smell or whatever in the physical realm. So I promise you it is going to manifest and it will be exactly what he said it would be. But it's going to be greater than what you imagine it to be. Because remember, the word of God tells us that he'll do a thing that's um, greater than we can ask, think or imagine. Right. And that he says that he thinks differently than us. Doesn't mean we can't think like God because I've learned and God gave me that word. He was like, just because I said my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Remember, I told you that I will um, uh, tell you about the secret things that are in dark places. And they only in dark places because nobody knows about them or, or, or any of those things. Like he'll reveal things to us. And all we have to do is ask him for wisdom and knowledge and he'll give that to us liberally. Right. So at the end of the day. Trust God. Know that what God is doing is is he's going to do exactly what he said, but it's also going to blow your mind when he's done just how he did it and just how much he loves you. Remember the God we serve is faithful. He is faithful and just and he will not fail you. So be encouraged. You have listened to the podcast on the road today. She who believes and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed she who believes. Dare to believe God and wait expectantly for your miracle. Have a blessed week.